friends. Welcome back to the Finding Wondrous Things podcast. Today I'm starting a new series and I'm super excited about it. It's called Walking with God This Week. I intend to release a new episode every Monday, but if you followed my podcast for a bit, you know that I am not always consistent because I've got three kids and a husband and a business. So I will try to do it every week. If it doesn't work out that way, then I'll do it every other week. But this first episode, I'm going to explain what it is and what it'll be about, and then we'll get into the episode. So first, the way I thought of this idea is someone on Instagram, a friend on Instagram messaged me and I had posted a picture of just my quiet time in my stories. And she had messaged me and said, I wish I could just come over in your office. We could have coffee and we could talk all the things, prayer journal, quiet time, memory binder, you know, memory, scripture, memory, and everything. And I thought, oh, I wish that too. And then I thought, what if we had this conversation every week where I just kind of share what I did that past week? I have three kids. And so I, and as I said, I had like, I have a small baby, a toddler and we, I change up my quiet time often. I don't stick with a reading plan all the time. I will go off depending on the season I'm in and that doesn't bother me. It works out for me. I I know my seasons and I can feel when I'm in a different season that I might need to change things up. But I just thought it would be kind of fun to every week come back and kind of share what I did that previous week. And it might not always be something brand new and different, but just share what worked that week, what didn't work, even where I'm doing quiet time, what time, the resources I've been using, if I had any tips or any good playlists I listened to, just that sort of stuff. And then I think at the end, we'll kind of wrap it up with a declared truth. So something that I learned that week about God or just something that I've been, I took away basically or in a prayer or something like that. So that is the basis of it. And I'm pretty excited about it. I thought it'd just be a fun way to talk. I might also include sometimes questions. I got a question this week, which I don't think I'm going to talk about it this week, but next week, maybe I'll include it. Somebody asked about having quiet time with your kids and when they don't seem interested. And I sent her a bunch of audio messages, but I thought that might be something we could discuss on here too. So that is the plan. But for this week, I'm going to get into it and talk about what I did last week. Um, First, let me say that if you're new here, I'll just give you some background. I'm married. I have three kids. I have a two-year-old, and then I have an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old. So I'm not in the baby, baby phase where I'm up all night, but I do still have a toddler. So she wakes up around 6.30. 6 30 to 7 my oldest wakes up at 6 30 and then my son wakes up around 7 so I typically need to be done with my quiet time at 7 o'clock or 6 30 sorry at 6 30 so I wake up right now at 5 40 so that's some background so this week and for the last couple weeks I am doing in camp so in camp is a bible study and I have it right here. It's called, it's a book. It's called A Field Guide to a Relentless Pursuit of Jesus. It's by my friend Jennifer. And it is through available through Hosanna Revival, if you're interested. But it is so good. And it really goes through hard seasons. And right now I feel like I'm in a hard season. So I was supposed to be reading Mark. And I actually stopped that. And I picked this up. And I was just glancing through it a few weeks ago. 
and I kind of just did the first page and I thought, oh, maybe this is just something I can do at night every once in a while. And it was just so good that I decided to put down my reading plan and just do this. So I'm a big fan. I will also say I'm actually not a fan of Bible studies or devotionals. I do not typically do them. I don't buy them anymore. I just don't like them. I don't like, and this is just me personally. So me saying this, if you do Bible studies, that is totally fine. I just got kind of tired of them. I felt like a lot of them did the same thing. And if there's like a verse on fear, it'd be like, what does this verse on fear mean? And they'd be like, I already know what it means. I don't want to write that down, (laughs) you know? So it bothered me, but this one is a lot different and I have it right here. So I'm going to kind of flip through it, but Every week she has you write down the verse and it goes through Psalm 27. She has you write down the verse. And by the way, this is not an ad or anything. I mean, you should definitely buy it because it's good and she's my friend, but I'm just sharing what I'm doing. But she has you write down the verse and the questions she asks are usually, what do you learn about God? Which if you've followed me, that's part of the declare truth I do. I always do, what do you learn about God and what... um, you know, truth about who God says you are. And the other question she does is what does God call you to do or be, which is basically a truth about who God says you are. So I have been loving that. It gets you thinking and she does word studies and everything. So that is what I am loving right now. I will say it's a, I don't know how many weeks it is. However many weeks it is, I'm not doing it in the time frame. So that's kind of one of my tips is you don't have to do these Bible studies that you buy in the intended time frame. I just open it up and I do as much as I want that day. If I feel like stopping and then moving on to prayer, I do that. If I feel like keep go, I want to keep going, I'll do that. But I know I'm moving through this a lot quicker than I'm like intended to. But that's okay. Hers is broken up by weeks. So there's not really a day one, day two. It just says like week one. And I think week one I completed in like three days. So I'm going through it kind of quickly, but I'm absolutely loving it. And that is what I'm doing for my quiet time in the morning. Um, Then, oh, the other tip I have. So one of my favorite things. So she has you a couple of things. So she first has you write down the verse, which I really love. So we, I write out the whole verse and then typically, and I always write it out in ESV. And then I like to go read it in the amplified version because that's just, it's a really good version and it kind of gives you the definition. But the other thing I've been doing is writing the paraphrase for the verse. So taking everything I read that week and from the word study and everything, and then just paraphrasing the verse. So I'm going to just kind of give you an example. So this is from Psalm Let's see, this is Psalm 27, verse 5 and 6. So the verse actually says, For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody of the Lord. And so I just paraphrased it and wrote, In the storm he guards and defends me in his dwelling place. He is a place of refuge for me. He shelters me, then raises me to a place of security. He raises me above my enemies. So I will send out a battle cry, praising him for his deliverance and endless protection. So that has probably been one of my favorite things is at the end of every kind of week or part that she has, she goes through and she gives you the word study. So you can kind of change some of the words Um, so like for the word trouble, you know, she gave the definition of bad waters and, and so I take all of that and then I write a paraphrase. And so that has been super helpful for me. So 
if you are feeling stuck in your quiet time, or maybe you're just studying a verse, I really recommend paraphrasing it in your own words um, because that's been really helpful. So that is my big tip for this week. Other than that, I've been doing my prayer journaling at nighttime. So I pray throughout the day. I pray a lot in the car. So as we're driving, I pray. Or as I'm driving, dropping off the kids, I have a lot of car time. So I pray during that time. But I actually sit with my prayer journal once the kids go to bed. I sit on the couch with it and just go through it and see if I there's anything I want to write down and anyone I want to pray through pray for so that has been super helpful and then even when I go on a walk lately it's it's not super easy to carry a whole prayer journal on a walk so a lot of times I will actually open it up and just choose something I want to pray for choose one or two things and then go on the walk so then I can kind of focus on those things but I don't have to bring my whole prayer journal so that is how my quiet time went this week oh another thing I did, I started doing, I was doing my quiet time at my desk and then I decided to use one of my husband's monitors and then he gave me this like standing thing where you like can lift up your monitors and you can stand, but that takes up a lot of space and so it's left me with not a lot of room for quiet time. So I was previously doing all of my quiet time at my desk. So I had to move. So I now do it on the couch and I actually really like it. And the reason why is what I, I did, I guess I didn't realize I was doing this, but since moving to the couch, I realized that sometimes I would cut my quiet time early because an email would pop up on my computer or I'd remember something I needed to do. And so I'd open my iPad, like everything, anything work related is, was just right there and it was too much of a temptation. So now I do it at my desk or sorry, I do it at my couch and my husband had made me one of those desk lap desk things. So I put that on my lap and then I can put my coffee on there. I can put my Bible, all my stuff. And I can do it on the couch. And I've really loved that. The other thing is, is if my daughter does wake up, so my two-year-old sometimes does wake up at like 6.15 every once in a while, uh, she'll just come and sit right next to me and I will put on a show for her and then I can finish up my quiet time where when I was doing at my desk, she wanted to come sit on my lap and it's a little bit hard. This way, when I'm on the couch, she can just sit right next to me. A lot of times she'll kind of lay down next to me. I can rub her back, but I can still be finishing up my quiet time. So that has been helpful too. So I want to end today just with a little truth, a little thing that I took away this week. And it was about praise. So I just wrote praise in the middle of the track, in the middle of the unknown, in the middle of the uneven terrain, in the pit, in the storm, in the deep waters, as you wait, as you call upon him, as you seek him, praise. Um, Because this is from, again, Psalm 27. It talks a lot about how David, it was constantly praising God. And we notice how much he praises God even before something happened, right? Like before God delivered him or before the enemy was defeated or whatever the situation, a lot of times he's praising God then. And so I want to get more into a place where I am praising God constantly. Maybe I'm praying about a certain situation, but before it even happens, I'm saying like, Hey, no matter what you're good and, and praising him still for coming through, even though he might 
come through in a different way than I expected or I wanted or I was praying for, he still is going to come through. So that was just a good reminder for me to be praising him in in any season, in the good times, in the bad times, and even in the times when it doesn't go exactly the way I want. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm.